are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. This is how it happened. This is when the Golden Globes died. (laughs) I don't know how you can take a ceremony through Twitter and make it an hour and 40 minutes long. (laughs) There were still commercial breaks, even in the tweet. (laughs) Yeah, somewhere the house of Gucci people are like, guys, really? You you could have added some of this out. Let's, come on. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, everybody. We are talking about the winners for the Golden Globes. The honestly, in all the years I've ever followed award ceremonies, like the previous low bar for Golden Globes was that year the writer strike happened and they did like a quick e access like you know live stream thing. Well, it was pre live stream. It was it was like quickly two reporters from E going. Here's all the winners. This and this and this and this and this. Okay, we're done. Bye. <laughs> Somehow this even lowered the bar on that. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of unprecedented, this whole award right? show. Because, like you said, with that whole thing with the writer's strike, at least that was televised. Right. This yeah. had no, this had no ceremony. This had, this didn't have shit. This was literally just tweets. <laughs> yeah, the most they had and was. The thing is, they weren't even good tweets either. Yeah, they had Jamie Lee Curtis show up in a video and then tagged her in the wrong account. <laughs> oh, so that's what they did. Yeah, I, again, I kept hearing about that through tweets where they were like, what's going on with Jamie Lee Curtis? And by the time they had fixed it, I was like, I don't know what the hell just happened. Like, were they just basically saying, we're really sorry that you got one thing to do this year and that was sit in a hospital bed? <laughs> we're very sorry for Halloween Kills, just in general. We're very sorry for Halloween Kills. Listen, I like that movie. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> freaking what the God. I, I think the new trilogy, it's a new trilogy, right, of Halloween is yeah. also yes. very good. The third one's not Thank out yet. I'm, I'm anticipating it. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag evil dies tonight. Listen, listen. That movie only existed for Michael to put up like a fifty, like fifty points in three quarters. Yeah, exactly. That's all it was. Exactly. Just, it's just, to, it's just a kill show. It yeah. doesn't matter if they're stupid. I didn't care. <laughs> I'm just like, let me just see that man just do his thing, and then he did. So, so are you good. on Jamie Lee Curtis's side where it's a Black Lives Matter masterpiece that she called it? Man, listen, she made, <laughs> she made a whole statement about that shit last year. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? And then I started, you know, kind of thinking, like, listen, Michael Myers is woke as hell. Because, listen, <laughs> the only person he didn't kill in the previous Halloween movie is the black child. So he's about it. And if you look, if you look closely at the Halloween cover, the original cover, take out the knife. What do you see? A fist and a pumpkin. Black liberation. <laughs> Michael Myers is a representative. He is very—he is an equal opportunity well, for, killer. He is our woke king. Respect him accordingly. 
and then he proceeded to murder every black character in Halloween Kills. Yeah, but he's 60 <laughs> years old, and he doesn't kill anybody indiscriminately. It's all random. It's all if you cross his path. Old, usually, old yeah. people are pretty stuck in their ways. He's like the guy from Rick. He's like the guy from Rick and Morty. <laughs> I just love. Okay, killing. sorry. We're not going to talk about Halloween Kills for the whole thing. I, it's much, it's much part of that. <laughs> We're, but to be yeah. fair, there's. <laughs> There's not much to talk about with this ceremony because there's there no isn't. ceremony. We can't we can't joke about awkward bits. We can't joke about the host because there wasn't any. Right. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing though. I'm like, there was a ceremony. It just wasn't. Sh- it just wasn't shown. So I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I made some lame joke in the chat about. I was like, okay, guys. So it's a very intimate, very secret, uh, very serious ceremony with lots of masks. It's an eyes wide shut party. We're just not invited. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh god. <laughs> I was thinking more of the proverb of like, if a if a ceremony happens and no one's around to see it, did it actually occur? <laughs> <laughs> it's like somebody telling you about a party that you weren't even invited to. It's like, yo, listen, this is the hottest shit. Yo, there's people flipping all over here. People drinking over there. Like, I don't care. I wasn't invited. Man, you should have been there. <laughs> I really would like to have been. <laughs> <laughs> well, they tried to get people there. Apparently, mm-hmm. from what I've been reading up, that they begged people. Like, I was joking, kind of, when we said that the first time. No, they literally begged people to come to the ceremony, and pretty much everybody said no. Mm-hmm. So, they just had to go with it. They're like, all right, no celebrities are coming. No, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is the biggest one we got here. Screw it. No one's going to come to the party. Yeah, and she much. clearly so wasn't just, even there. Not she even a live there. tweet. Not even a live stream. No no video whatsoever from that. Just, Just... Wow. I did think that was a very odd choice where I'm like, if you are going to have this, if you are going to have the ceremony, I don't know why you don't just get presenters to just come up and just read off the list of nominees at the very least, because there were a few points reading this where I was like, oh, this person won. That's great. I either don't remember what it was that they were nominated for, or I don't know who it was that they won against. Well, yeah, because when they tweeted it out or put it on the website, they would just show you who won. They wouldn't show you the other nominees. Oh, yeah, that's even worse. They didn't even give you, like, yeah, they didn't even give you a list or you didn't have, like, familiarity with it. You're just like, they could have said anybody. <laughs> they could have yeah. been like, listen, Godzilla versus Kong was the best drama. You'd be like, all right, I guess. Yeah, and a bunch of them, <laughs> they didn't even put the film or show that they won for. They yeah. just said their names. It's like, congratulations yeah. to Oh Young Soo for winning for, you know, for supporting actor. What was the show he was in? Yeah. <laughs> Not even that, like... They made some, like, for, like, the winner tweets, mm-hmm. it was, like, some corny-ass phrase where it was, like, so for, like, best co- uh, best musical drama, how West Side Story won, it was, like, let's see, it's laughter is the best medicine, and if that's the case, then West Side Story is the best cure. Congratulations on your win. What kind of stupid-ass shit? Yeah, oh, from all God. the reviews I've heard, it's actually a bleak story. Oh, yeah, they did, like, Kenneth Branagh when he won. They're, like, Kenneth Branagh's got something to write home about now because he won for writing. And you're just, yes. like, ha, 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 ha. Uh, yeah, and I could feel I could feel Justin radiating on the other side of that because I remember when I finally saw Belfast and I was like, that oh, was pretty good. And Justin was like, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked it. <laughs> no, but I, I owe all three of you an apology. I went on kind of a rant like Hans Zimmer again. Really? Hans Zimmer for Dune? Wah, whatever. Johnny Greenwood got robbed. And then I look it up later and I'm like, oh, shit, Johnny Greenwood wasn't even nominated. I'm mad over nothing. Was he nominated? No, he was. He was nominated for Power of the Dog. Yeah. Was he? He wasn't nominated for Oh, Spencer. he got robbed yeah. then. He got robbed, guys. Ah! <laughs> I take back immediately what I just <laughs> I said. I take back my apology. <laughs> so wait, wait, Dune did win for se- for best score, right? Yes. It, it did, did, yeah. Yes, it, it did. Shout out to that screaming well, lady in the score. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I liked that screaming lady. She's she was amazing. the best part of the shit. Entirely. <laughs> yeah. Well, why don't we start getting into the discussion about the winners? So, okay. hey, everybody, because I did introduce us, I'm Justin. Over here, we got Shaq. Up. Hey, over here we got Bradley. Hello. And we got Melina. Good evening. I assume it's evening where you Good guys evening. are. Good evening. It's 11 p.m. <laughs> yeah, it's 9 here, so. <laughs> but, yep, yeah, we are going to go through the list. Now, we might as well just run through the television things because we can get to that really quickly as well. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. we're going to start from the bottom here on my Wikipedia page, which my goodness, the wiki page updated faster than the actual Golden Globes Twitter page. Right? <laughs> I felt bad. I was like, I, I got the news on these so much faster than a couple of you where I was like, oh, wow, I feel like I just spoiled that for you instead of actually, like, oh. let it be a fun winning moment. For half of this, I had Lexi just read it off her Twitter feed because she was getting it faster than I was. And I'm just like, I don't care, whatever. That's just what I was me. following, the Twitter feed, mm-hmm. which was pretty delayed. Yeah. So, let's start off with supporting actor in a TV series, you know, miniseries, film, or regular series. It was, like I said, Oh Young-suk, who was from the Squid Game series, which I've not seen Squid Game. Seen. I have seen one episode, and that is it. Um, it's a, like, I liked it, but it's one of those things where, like, you know when you see so, something that's very much in the zeitgeist, and you're kind of burnt out on it before you even yep. watch it? Absolutely. That's basically what happened to me with a game. I'm much, more, I'm much more interested in it than I would be with something like Stranger Things, but I'm still waiting for it to die down before I actually sit down with it. Sure. That's true. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to wait till the hype gets down to a moderate level, then I'm like, okay, now yeah. I can kind of insane. To the three of you, my warning is... All of this hype is coming from people who do not frequent Korean dramas. And I like Squid Games. I did like it. But the this is the most original, amazing thing I've ever seen. Like, come on. Do you seriously not watch foreign films or Korean dramas? It's drama? Battle Royale, it's, but goofy. It, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, but I like Battle Royale. The first Battle Royale is still yeah. really great. Oh, I like it too. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It, how old is that story? This, this isn't I new. Is all I I'm mean, saying, just like, so. like another adaptation yeah. of the most dangerous game, and that's been like yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. and it's yeah, kind of silly. It's, it's kind of a silly show, which it's supposed to be. We just aren't right. used to laughing at horrible imagery and yeah. you know, dark at the comedy point like where that. people at my middle school I'm teaching at are dressing up like the characters. I'm like, okay, I need to wait for the hype to die. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, to be fair, that was like the most economic co- like Halloween costume of the year. Yeah, that's I'm true. In a green tracksuit. <laughs> Well, either the green tracksuit or this person actually came and dressed with the uh, PlayStation symbol mask on, you know. From oh, okay. <laughs> the, the pink tracksuit and the PlayStation buttons, yeah. Yeah, that's totally true. When I saw how popular that costume was, I was like, you know what? I've not actually looked in my old Halloween costume bin for a while, but I'm sure I can find this costume somewhere. Like, just... Yeah. <laughs> I, just I just need some white paint and a plus sign. You go fucking... You can just go over to Old Navy and go like, listen, I want this and this. Thank you. <laughs> Well, then also for supporting actress, woohoo, Sarah Snook for Succession won. Yeah. <laughs> Another show that uh, I've only watched the first episode for uh, the exact same reasons. Yeah. No, I'm so glad I cut up to this to review it because now, Sha- uh, sorry, uh, Brad and I can talk about how awesome Succession is to yeah. everybody. Yeah, she's always been great. I think, I think her character is the most competent out of all of Brian Cox's kids, out of the Logan kids. And, and yet she's also the most hateable. No, I don't think she's hateable. I totally understand. Well, I mean, Dude, when she does the top throughout the show, come on, man. Yeah. In this kind of story, most competent and most mm. hateable usually go hand Th- in hand. Tom is more hateable than yeah. her, though. 
Tom is like the worst. Well, Tom is the dude. best character of the whole freaking show, man. Come on. I, he, he, he's my second favorite performance, actually. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, I, I'm on her side with that yeah. crazy ass marriage. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, it is funny, though, because this show has been uh, very recently hyped up for me because everyone's been kind of discovering it after the fact and saying, oh, my God, I love this. Mm. And I'm going to go through episode by episode and tell everyone how much. It's funny because I actually was kind of scared to go into this because the first people I talked to who had seen this were like, I hate this. And I was like, really? well, why is that? And they're like, oh, it's because you don't like anybody. And I was like, okay, well, that can be good, that can be bad. But then pretty much everybody at oneofus.net came out and said, oh, yeah, these are like some of the most despicable, hateable characters. Like, they're almost Shakespearean. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I would absolutely love this. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing is that it does take a bit to warm up to them. Because, I mean, to be fair, I had to rewatch the first episode like three times to be able to get through. Because mm -hmm. I tried a long time ago and... I didn't really care for the first episode as much, but I also admit that I was not in the right mindset to watch it. Right. So now that I've had some time and I actually took the chance and said, okay, I'm just going to power through it, get through those first few episodes, then I was hooked. By that point, I'm yeah. like, okay, I get what they're doing now. I, I, I get can completely why see it, it making everyone upset. Are rich? Are yeah. the rich, wealthy, and powerful held accountable? No. Like, that's not a show for everyone, to be fair. Like that sounds infuriating. Yeah. Well, specifically something that Kieran Culkin does. That's like the, the that was the deal breaker yeah, for like Culkin's trying to like so that character good, in the though. first episode. He's such a <laughs> it's weasel. so great, but you're just like, man, screw this guy. Yeah, he's awful. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like, I think he might be my favorite character on the show too. I'm one, oh, wow. on the top there list. you go. <laughs> but yeah, so then we got uh well, let's see. Let's, oh, this one here. We got Kate Winslet from Mare of Easttown. Yay! Ooh. No one wanted that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you are a gosh dang liar. That, that show's amazing. That, that show's oh, no. Amazing. Like, the second I saw that show, I was just instantly on the chat. Like, guys, 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 please go watch this. Please go watch this. I need someone to talk to about this. No, it was a bad watch for me because I was like, oh, this is like my small town. Then the crime happened. And I'm like, oh, this is like my small town. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> just, honey, I'm going to go check the locks and uh, yeah. maybe change a couple of them. <laughs> Where are the kids? When I lived in Carbondale, there were some situations like this, too. And I'm like, oh. Ah, well, I'm glad I moved. Oh, my yeah. goodness. See, you guys are scaring me because I'm about to go move to a small town. And I'm like, oh, is this what I have to look forward to? Just because... Unless you move to Idaho, then, yeah, I'll just, just watch your back. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Don't drink the water. <laughs> <laughs> but then we also got a surprise win. Michael Keaton for Dope Sick for Best Actor in a Miniseries. Which I was so happy Which... to hear about. Dope Sick sounds like a rap album. <laughs> <laughs> That's but a, a pharmaceutical scandal, right? From a couple years ago? Yeah, so this is about the, uh, I believe, the cocaine e epidemic that was going on at the time, too. So. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, well, actually, so, sorry, no, yeah. Oxycontin. So the opioid yeah. epidemic. Oh, yeah, 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 Oxycontin. They're definitely cousins. Um, I remember we were almost going to review that, but we never got a core. And then when it came out, everyone was just kind of glowing about it. And I was like, oh, man, I feel bad. Well, I was going to be a core... But can, my Canadian uh, service provider was like, yeah, you're getting dope sick six weeks after the finale in the States. I'm like, well, <laughs> then no, I can't. Because, yeah, that's so weird because, yeah, we don't have Hulu up here. We have Disney+. Plus. Like, literally all the stuff, all the Hulu stuff goes to Disney+, Plus in, like, the star section. Yeah. Are you both in Canada? Yeah. 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 Oh, hello. Yeah. We're on other this sides of the, the country, though, I believe. <laughs> 
most uh, Canadians I've ever been in a virtual room with. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is even the most. When I had Brad, Shaq, and Alan on a recording, I'm just like, I am so outmatched here right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun fact, too. I didn't know this. You know who is the creator of Dope Sick? Who? Who? Uh, Doyle from the Gilmore Girls. Uh, Danny Strong. <gasps> Oh my god! I don't watch Gilmore Girls, so I have no familiarity with that. So he he's an actor. He was also Jonathan on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but he also did mm-hmm. Recount, Game Change, and then he wrote The Butler and a bunch of other stuff. Oh, the I butler, love like, like the Forrest Whitaker vault, Butler. Yep, Lee Daniels the Butler. <clears throat> huh? Wow. Okay. Yeah, I was just like, oh, okay. I like Danny Strong stuff. Okay. Also, it's also good to see. <laughs> I just thought it was funny because my my sister loves Gilmore Girls, so I'm just like, oh yeah, Doyle. I know that guy. <laughs> I have no choice but to love Gilmore Girls because I grew up in a house full of women who watched that show. Like that mm-hmm. that show was their screensaver for whenever they were doing something around the house where they're like, "All right, well, I need to cook or I need to clean, so I'm going to put Gilmore Girls on." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "All right, yeah. well, I've not seen a single frame, but I think I've got every single one of these episodes memorized." <laughs> yeah. No, I had the same with my mother and my sister for that, so I mm-hmm. I feel you. So, then for Best Actress in a Comedy Series, we got Gene Smart for Hacks, and Hacks won for Best Comedy Series. So, I got Hacks confused with um, uh, that Alex Garland show. I think it's called Devs or something like oh, that. Oh, right. Devs is definitely I got it, not I don't know comedy. why I got it confused with that, <laughs> because I think it's just like gaming, like gaming-related term, yeah. plural. It's like devs, <laughs> game devs or game hacks. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna say confusing a name only, yeah. Because from what I've heard, that's yes. not a funny show. <laughs> as far as I know, they might as well be the same fucking show, but I don't know what the plot of Hacks is. Did Hacks have its Very finale different yet? Shows. Oh, what sorry? Was that? Did Hacks have its finale yet, or was that Silicon Valley? Oh, I, th- I think uh, I it's mean, been out for a while. I don't, I don't know. Well, yeah, no, the first season ended a while. I think the new season's coming out. No, uh, in June 2021, HBO Max renewed it for a second season. Oh, okay. So it's yeah, coming. so it's been oh, a while. So it's so. coming at some point. Well, I mean, to be fair, yeah, sometimes, yeah. like, they'll renew it for a second show, or, like, they'll renew it for a second season after, like, the second episode comes out. But I know that we talked about this months ago at the Emmys because it was getting love there, too. So it's definitely yeah, been yeah. out. Unless it's one of those where it's, like, got 20 episodes in the first season, which I'm like, yeah, very bold. <laughs> well, speaking of also other Emmy beloved shows, uh, Ted Lasso won for Best Actor for Jason Sudeikis. Mm, never heard Yay. of it. <laughs> take, take everything that I said about Succession and Squid Game. Remove the one episode watched part. That's me and Ted Lasso. <laughs> I've seen nothing of this show, but everyone praising it as like the best thing since sliced bread, as the most feel good thing ever. And in this was during my time overseas, mm-hmm. and I was in a cynical ass mood the whole time, so I was not in the mood for no Ted Lasso. I'm sure yeah. it's good. I will watch it eventually because I love Jason Sudeikis, but like, I'm glad he won. I'm glad that like he won, but I seen this show and I'm it'll take a minute. <laughs> yeah, no, I I've heard good stuff about it, but yeah, because yeah, one of the things so. it talks about is the idea of toxic positivity, where it's just like positivity where you're just kind of not in the mood for it. Yes. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, you have to be in the mood. You have to be in the right mindset for that when you watch it. As much as the characters who interact with Ted constantly are con- are, are like going back and forth, being like, "Oh my god, dude, I can't take this positivity from you. It's actually horrible." <laughs> <laughs> the best way I could put that is like, if like you're in a bad mood and then you hear the song don't worry be happy and it just makes you more pissed off yeah. that's how exactly how i feel about it <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, so then, among other winners here for drama, we got MJ Rodriguez for Pose, who won for Best Actress. Which, okay. Yeah. Congrats like, to her. Like I've heard Pose. a lot of really good things about Pose. Yeah. It's just one of those things that just I just haven't like. Mm-hmm. I'm so off of TV, <laughs> aside from like a handful of things. Well, Pose isn't but, uh, streaming. This anywhere, I heard like yeah. nothing but like mostly significant praise for this. Yeah, there's just too much to watch right now on TV. I can't catch up with all the shows. <laughs> like, there's half of these shows where I heard about them, don't know jack about them. <laughs> this thing, yeah. like, even today with this Golden Globe thing, I'm so happy. Like, I'm genuinely happy it was just tweets because then I could catch up because Attack on Titan started again and Euphoria <laughs> started again. And yeah. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> this not happening means I can watch both of those today. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so then also for Best Miniseries, we had The Underground Railroad, which I believe, Brad, you were a fan of that, weren't you? Yeah, that was my number one favorite show this year. Yeah, nice. Brad, you were on that review with me. I was. Yeah. Oh, right, you saw it too, Melina. And we yeah, both I loved did. it, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Have you seen it, Shaq? I haven't watched it, and beca- it's like, here's my feelings on this. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, boy. I don't want to <laughs> watch it because I'm just so tired of Black Pain and Black Death. Yeah, I want to watch it badly because Barry Jenkins literally has a window to my soul. Oh, like wow. every single thing he's made, and I've watched, I've cried my eyes out. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like this would be another version of that. But yeah. it's just, it's really, really hard because I just am so tired of the slavery thing. But I know that sure. he probably does it with a lot of. He has, he has a different spin on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. But, yeah, I, I will watch it at some point. It's just I need to work to it. No, oh, yeah. I mean, and this is the thing. Like, whether you're tired of this kind of thing or not, which I'm like, I actually, I, I actually like, signed up to the re- review this right around the time that things like them were coming out. And people were like, God, I'm so sick of this. Like, I don't want to watch stuff like this. And exactly. I'm like, yeah, no, I cannot blame you at all because I feel like so many people are going too hard with it to where you're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to get out of this other than misery. Uh, but then this came out and I was like, what I think won me over was the fact that it actually does paint a portrait of strength instead of just, you know, just crushing depression. And I was like, good, yeah. that's what needs to be here. But yeah. yeah, no, it is still one you have to work. Your, you have to be in the absolute mi- right mindset yeah. to get oh, into this. Oh, listen, I made the worst decision in watching Judas and the Black Messiah on the plane back, Oof. To, oh, like, no. back to Canada. And oh, so geez. literally like half of the flight, I was just the, I was just the most pissed off mood <laughs> at everybody around me in the plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sir, would you, sir, would you like some more peanuts? Get away from me. <laughs> I want to talk to the white man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't want no. Yeah, we're, we're gonna bring you the chicken today. No, I don't want that white meat on here. No I white meat. Want shit. <laughs> Start flipping the trail. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, you, you'll need some time. Uh, Colson Whitehead yeah, no, wrote I, the novel again. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to it. I really, I yeah. really want to get to it's, it because like it's brutal. But it's I, not. It's not brutal in look at this violence. It's brutal right. in look at this honesty. We're not going to pretend that people were like, well, we were just ignorant to the situation. None of that, yeah, and that yeah. does kind of make it even more heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah none of the so help. Barry is nonsense. one of the few people that I will admit that I stand. Yeah, Barry is. Yeah, he's yeah. up there for me. Sure. Oh, totally. Well, then, uh, the last two for the television series was also Jeremy Strong winning for Succession and Succession winning Best Series. Yay. Yeah. You know what? You know what? One of the only things that I've seen of Succession outside of the first episode is the rap that he does. <laughs> and that rap is fucking hilarious. Because <laughs> <laughs> we great. all know people like that. I'm I'm kind of a person like that. I'm, 
At least yeah. I was in my cringy 20s. and terrible and awesome. <laughs> yeah. Cringy, yeah. awful. <laughs> no, not enough rhythm to it appropriately. Like just thinking you can listen to something and pick it up and be like, yeah, I can rap too. That that's so embarrassing and crazy. <laughs> that's so many people, you know. On the plus side, though, the theme song for Succession always slaps. Like, oh, that shit bangs. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that composer's music. awesome too. It's a Nicholas Patel. Yeah. Mo- also, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, it's one of yeah. his best pieces of music he ever did, and it's the last thing he wrote for the first season, apparently. So oh, it's like, wow. well, good on you, man. So. And the funny thing is, is like, I heard uh, fucking like I think the first time I heard that theme was actually uh, I don't know if y'all know Pusha T, but like a pop very very good rapper, okay. he rapped over the theme, and I was like, yo, this shit slaps. And then I realized, oh no, that's the theme unedited. Like he didn't remix it. Like that's the theme straight up. Wow. Like, this is. This literally is some rap. Like, literally, people could rap over that shit and be like, this is the hardest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right, then moving on to, well, we're going to do the music categories here because they're going to get those on the bottom here. So, best song went to No Time to Die by Billie Eilish. So cool the song choices were all kind of mediocre yeah i mean that's so. that's tradition isn't it to give it to the 007 song lately oh, yeah, it's yeah. been that yeah. yeah i think it's fine it's not her best work even the worst but... bond songs are the ones that went home with the oscar or the golden globe that year at the very least i like billy eilish's voice also i think it sounds like a bond song so that's half the work right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have to sell us by the theme that's and then like that's yeah. pretty much how the rest of the movie's going to go from there pretty much but more exciting, best original score went to Dune. Yes. I need to know that woman's name so I can just like thank her for the great for just like the great voice. So you guys were telling me Greenwood wrote the Spencer score and the Power of the Dog score and isn't going to be awarded for that. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. Those are great scores too, Bradley. Did he write Licorice yeah. Pizza also? Yes. Oh, my he gosh. Did. And he's going home empty-handed. Easy man. That's well, insane I mean, to that's, me. To be fair, Hans Zimmer, I think, has walked away with a lot more Golden Globes than he has Oscars. Yeah, so. he probably doesn't even yeah. want it. Why would they award? He probably doesn't even want he's it. He's only won one Oscar. Well, uh, I think one or two Oscars for Lion King. That's about it. I yeah, think. he won so. one for The Lion King, which yeah. that, that's fine. It's a great score and so many memorable scores out there that he's done. Uh, yeah. But I'm like, at this point... I'm like, I doubt the guy cares. I'm like, no. I'm sh- yeah. <laughs> what if he does? Yeah. He's all like, hey, my collection grows. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like secretly Leonardo DiCaprio, where he's like, do I just actually have to like be beaten up by a bear in order to actually get it? It is a great these? score. I, I will say that. It, it's a fantastic score. Dune is in my top 10, maybe five. I'd have to recheck. So, yeah, nice. it's wonderful. Yeah, it's my number yeah. four. So then uh, Best Animated Feature went to Encanto, which I still have not seen yet. So, sorry. Have any of you seen that? First off, first off, let me just say this. Justin, you got to say that title with some spice. It's Encanto. 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 There you go. The Encanto. I'd roll my R's, but there's no R's to roll there. So I don't know how to roll R's. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I've seen Wait, all these except Flea. There's too many people that I know that don't know how to roll their R's for some reason. Yeah. I'm Spaniard. I know how to roll my R's. Thank you. Perro, okay, yes. Carne. Yes. So I, I've seen all these except for Flea. Encanto was my favorite of these, so I think it's well deserved. And uh, oh, Melina, aren't you an older sister? Uh, yes, I am. So you're the oldest sister. After this is all over, you got to go listen to the song "Surface Pressure," and then you'll want to see Encanto. Oh, I already do. Is it art? Is it is it a Disney movie or? Yeah, yeah it'll, it'll be on Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. 
It is yeah, on Disney yeah. Plus. Okay, yeah. No, everybody's been yeah, telling yeah. me that. They're like, yeah, you would love this because you're a big sister and you definitely, like, even with bad movies like Unforgivable, you'll cry at those. Yeah. Yeah, for best non-English film, which, you know, they, they're not up with the times on international feature like the Oscars are, but it's Drive My Car, that one, which seems to be everyone's pick for, like, the best international release that came out this year, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no idea what it is about or who is involved. Um, I, yeah, I just know this is the Japan film, but that's about it. So it's from a very notable Japanese mm-hmm. director, I think, uh, Yes. Yusuke Hamaguchi. Hamaguchi. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which, I mean, he's done some stuff that people have also liked, but this was, like, the big thing that won at cons. It was the Palme d'Or contender there. Uh, okay. Yeah, it it's also apparently three hours long, so... I mean, at this point, if you say three hours, it's got to be, like, a compelling three hours. Like, yeah. I'm not expecting, like, everything to have, like, the pacing of, like, Avengers Endgame, but just, like, as long as it's compelling throughout, I'm fine with it. Sure, that. I don't mind yeah. length, just to warn people. It's a three-hour-long behemoth, yeah. so... Yeah, <laughs> it's all about pacing for me. Yeah, but it's apparently, like, it's sweeping a bunch of categories for this so far, so... Don't be like The Irishman, where it feels like three movies stacked right on top of each other. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I know fair. I just pissed some people off. <laughs> To be fair, the Irishman did fly by pretty quickly for me, at least. So. Oh man. It took me I, two it, nights to watch. It would be moving, and then I would get, I would look into Robert De Niro's eyes, and I would just be like, "That guy's a god. That guy's a fucking alien." I'm sorry. It would take me out of <laughs> those contact lenses. Y'all's <laughs> <Dolls> eyes. <laughs> when Robert De Niro comes at you, he doesn't seem to be living until he bites you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. So then also we got Best Screenplay, which, yay, Belfast. So that was great. Remember remember what I said? When we did our epi- when we did that previous episode, I was like, there's two people I don't want it to win. I don't want either Sorkin or McKay, and it didn't go to them, so I'm happy regardless. Sure. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Belfast yeah. was my top three. Uh, since that original recording, I have seen Licorice Pizza. That movie is great, so I do hope it, I hope it gets some nomination attention at least. It probably won't win anything, but at least it should get some attention at yeah, the Oscar it'll, it, kind of thing. And so. it, it was one of the last ones to come out, I think, amongst this batch. So I think probably the mm-hmm. fewest number of people have seen it, other than West Side Story, and that's just because decidedly no one is going to see West Side Story, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> so sad. I will say though, too, freaking Cooper Hoffman, the lead guy in this movie spitting image of his dad in some ways like my goodness because oh, yeah. he's Phil Seymour Hoffman's kid so you're just like yeah mm-hmm. the eyes the smile the cadence of his voice it's he, he's a little Phil Seymour Hoffman it's it's scary <laughs> that's just what his resume says like I'm a little Se- I'm a little Philip Seymour Hoffman they're like hired <laughs> <laughs> we've been looking for one of those <laughs> listen if you ha- listen if you have the ability to use your nepotism use that yeah. shit oh, yeah. 100% Gandolfini's son is doing that too with the Many Saints in Newark and that stuff. So there you go. Listen, I like I won't like you, but I'll respect you for using it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, like hey, honestly, like the people I give the biggest respect to are the ones who are like, yes, I know who I am. All right, let's just let's just yeah. do this. Give me the script for Twister Two. <laughs> <laughs> son of Boogie Nights. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right, so then we got Best Director, which, hooray, it's Jane Campion for Power of the Dog. Now, Shaq, did you watch this? Yes. I I watched most of it. I didn't finish it yet. Oh, God. I, I liked what I – here's the thing. I liked what I saw. I will say that. Okay. okay. 
I just got things got busy again, and then I, I just couldn't finish it in time for like the new year. But I do like it so far. Oh, totally, yeah. I will fair. Say that. totally fair. I was scared for a second because I was like, there's two reasons why people say that they quit on a movie like two thirds of the way through. And I was like, it's a Jane Campion movie. So I could easily see it being like, I really like this. I just got busy or I fucking hate this and I never want to watch this again. <laughs> and look, I'll just say that like Benedict Cumberbatch is a piece of shit. Oh, so didn't far. I tell you? <laughs> he ain't shit. Just harassing the shit out of Kirsten Dust for no reason other than just to be a dick. And with music of all that, things. That scene with the dick. banjo is so menacing. My I goodness. was like, bro, you, what are you doing? He, he's ruining music for her. It's <laughs> Also, wait, what's the dude's name that he like idolizes and have like sort uh, of like. Bronco Henry. Bronco oh, yeah, Henry. That's what it, yeah. I'm like, yo. Broco Henry better have been doing some things on you for, <laughs> for you to have this kind of obsession. Well, yeah, no well, not spoiler, to spoil but everything. But, <laughs> but you're yeah. not wrong. But no, like, it's very clear that it's there. Like, I would say it's very clear, but it's clear. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, yeah. That was my kind of note when, because, uh, Justin, you were the one who was saying, I really like this, and I was and I was like, I, I just, I'm not a huge fan of Jane Campion movies, even the ones everyone seems to love, like The Piano. Sure. I don't love The Piano at all. Um, but you were saying, no, this is really good, it's very menacing, and it's just got this beautiful craft, it, it just crafts itself beautifully to where it ends up, and I was like, well, that sounds cool. But Benedict Cumberbatch is in it, so I was going to see it anyway. I just wasn't going to tell you that. Uh, but yeah. uh, and <laughs> that wasn't going to be my reason. Uh, but then when I got to the end, I was like, wow. My note was, this movie was kind of spoon feeding you. It was just where it was, it was so well crafted. Like, you didn't know it was spoon feeding you the whole time. You're like, oh, yeah. wow, no, this was right here the whole time, and I'm just seeing it at the end. Rewatching a few scenes, it lays a lot of subtext, but if you go through, you see where everything was laid out, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Like, like yeah. It, it was all there. Even the uh, the ominous image of the mountain, you're like, I don't get it at first. Then you're like, now I get it. Yep. <laughs> you know, just... I will finish it tomorrow. Yeah. Like, okay. legitimately. <laughs> cool. So, uh, there's gonna, we're going to be talking more about that film later on, because, yay. So we also got supporting performances in a motion picture, which supporting actress went to Ariana DeBose for West Side Story. And best actress in a comedy series went to uh, Rachel Ziegler for that one. Yeah, kind which of a surprise I think we, I think we pretty much called it, right? Yeah, oh, like, everyone's been raving two about were both gonna, of them. At least, I, no, I thought Anjanou Ellis was going to get the supporting actress, but I'm, I'm like, again, not knowing anything about West Side Story, I'm cool with Ariana DeBose because, you know what? Just yesterday, I heard that she was going on. Uh, she's gonna be hosting SNL. Yeah. So this happening, I'm like, all right, cool. This the timing is right. So yeah, yeah, she was gonna win that. Um, Rachel Ziegler, I did call. Like, I did call because that, that she had the maybe the second biggest buzz or oh no, sorry, in musical comedies, or she had the biggest buzz. Yeah, yeah. In kind that of, case, yeah. I mean, when you look at the list, there, it's like no one really was. You know, some people were good there. Like Alana Haim was great and as such, but. No one had more buzz than her going into the category. Well, especially because she's, you know, she's a young actor. She's a very young actor. She's replaced. She is basically taking on a role that was made iconic, uh, you know, however controversial by Natalie Wood. But the thing is, unlike Natalie Wood, she's singing her own songs, yep. you know, whereas Natalie Wood was dubbed. And she's also having to make up for the fact that apparently Ansel Elgort cannot sing. And so she's basically yeah. pulling duty, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> performance-wise. No, her her voice is incredible. It's beautiful. Yeah. It sounds oh, yeah. like a church bell. So, yeah. mm -hmm. The doves. Also, Ansel Elgort can't sing, but he has a music career? That's what confuses me. 
Does he it? can't sing musicals. Let's just say oh, that. Yeah. That's like Russell Crowe. Yeah. Oh, God. Russell Crowe can't sing anything. No, no, yeah. An- Ansel's better than Russell Crowe. That He's was like, a little bit. I've never heard Russell Crowe ever actually sing. The My only basis of like Russell Crowe's music is from South Park. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> let me sing you a banging number. Oh. Hey, Tyler, let me sing you a song. <laughs> and it kills the boat. <laughs> yeah, it kills the boat, kills himself. <laughs> yep. Now, here's some interesting stuff, too, that Cody Smith-McPhee from Power of the Dog won Best Supporting Actor in a movie, which... So, the point where I got in the movie, he hasn't come back yet. Oh, oh. wow. You still have a lot of still, like, still off at school there. I was going to say, yeah, you're nowhere near close to the end. Yeah, I thought I, I, thought I was, but apparently I'm not. But, um, yeah, so, no, I'm not, I'm not there yet. But, yeah, he comes yeah. about halfway through when he returns back to the movie. So, yeah, you got some okay, good stuff yeah. coming up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, yeah. again... Yes, you are right on the money predicting what you think you're predicting, man. So. Okay, <laughs> Wait until you see it. But, yeah, no, he was great. Like, the second half of the movie is all him. That's pretty much, it rests on his shoulders. Especially, I will say, the accent that he was using, that kind of, like, semi-effeminate thing, mm-hmm. that one was, that was a weird choice for yeah. me. It's I'm, meant to be. I'm meant- guessing it'll, yeah, it, it goes on further, like, once he shows back up. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Well, you also he also has a bit of a lisp, which is, I think, which was a great, uh, well, definitely something that was obviously written into the script. That was not just an actor's choice, but because the second he opens his mouth the first time, Benedict Cumberbatch just sees him as like an easy target and just immediately latches on to that. You're like, oh my god, this poor kid. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you feel that for like ten minutes, and then you're like, oh. The second goes on. He's basically saying like, oh, you little bitch. He's just, <laughs> he's just trying to say it. Yep. Uh, and it, they also have one of the most menacing, non-menacing scenes ever. And you'll know it when you see it, Shaq. Mm-hmm. Just wait. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I, look, look, again, I highly enjoyed what I saw beforehand. Just <laughs> just seeing Benedict just be just mean mugging everybody. For no reason. <laughs> like, dude, sorry, I'm sorry. I just, can't, I just can't stop going back to this. But, like, that scene at the party, when he's just grumpy for no reason, like, oh, just cut that music off. <laughs> 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 But then the one I'm super happy about, hooray, Andrew Garfield won for Tick, Tick, Boom. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was my favorite. Which good for him. He didn't so get So he's anything. winning that Oscar, right? Yeah. Do you think he's oh, going yeah. to? Because there's one other person who's the major contender who might beat him, sadly. So. I, like, at this point, like. Well, I wouldn't say sadly, but yeah. Well, they, I wouldn't even say sadly either. But it's one of those things where, like, I could see, like, Will Smith in the early buzz. But I think in the recent, there's been a momentum shift. Well, post yeah. Spider Man, especially. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, post Spider Man, and then plus, like, actually, people actually watching Tick Tick Boom via like Netflix and everything. So I think the 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 momentum's kind of shifted in Garfield's favor. I hope True. so, because honestly, I liked him way better than Will Smith. Which, just to say, yes, Will Smith won Best Actor in a Drama for King Richard. So. Yeah, we'll just get that out of the way right now. Listen, you dismissing that real? That feels very racially motivated, Justin. Okay. <laughs> See, the the reason I was saying not sadly is. It is a good performance by Will Smith, sure. especially that yeah. scene in the third act when he gets to act um, with the actress playing his wife. I don't have her name up. That's mm-hmm. I think that's Ellis. yeah, that's the highlight of the movie for me from both. of them. Oh, I agree. It's yeah. an incredible mm-hmm. performance from both of them. But also Will, Will Smith's been due an Oscar for a while. I think he should have won it when he was nominated yeah, for is, a league. I know the, the thing is with that whole with that whole thing with the Oscars is that I know people have said that. Yeah. But the thing is, is that for me. Every time he's gotten nominated for that Oscar, he's never been the best one that yeah. year. Right. Like, 
So, uh, what was it? Pursuit of Happiness. Incredible. I, like, I would have yeah. been happy if we wanted for that mm-hmm. before Whitaker did that whole other shit with Last King of Scotland. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, same thing with yeah. Ali. Like, he was great, but Denzel, it was that was his year. Well, yeah. So, like, maybe this might be the year. Like, if he gets it, I won't be mad, but it'll be one of those things where it feels like, hey, this is like a legacy. Thing. Yeah. Well, it's also very sure. likely he'll be up against Denzel this year, too. So, right. <laughs> that's right. I don't think, like, the thing that's is, right. I don't think Denzel's going to take it this year. I don't think he's going to win. Think, like, but he'll be, he'll be nominated, but I'll, he yeah, won't win. Not enough people have seen this tragedy. Yeah. I, I really wish that I'm, they would put it out on HBO Max or something like that. I'm like, this feels like a movie that a lot of people would be more comfortable watching at home, especially because it's Shakespeare and you have time to sit and chew over it. Yeah. I mean, Apple, Apple Plus, TV. right? Yeah. Apple Plus this month. This month, is it? Yeah. yeah. In like literally in like six days. Oh, yeah. right. Oh, yeah. I'll Apple be Plus. watching okay, it Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. It's going on Apple Plus on the 15th. <laughs> yeah. Good. I'm definitely so. going to see it. Save myself the ticket and just watch it at home. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> but so I want to get these two out of the way because I want to talk about the big surprise for me, at least this year, which darn you, Bradley. I hate that you predicted this. Oh, but, oh come on. Uh, but so best picture uh, respectively went to Power of the Dog for drama and West Side Story for musical and comedy, which that's a pretty good pick. You know, yeah. I would say of those two, those are definitely two of the better ones. You know, obviously I have the soft spot for Belfast, but. Power of the Dog is also, like, one of my top drama picks of the year. So, yeah. I'm not upset at all. Yeah, same. Power of the Dog was my number two this year. I told you last time that um, uh, there'd be, like, because those two have a lot of nominations, there's no clear winner. But, like, it's one of those things where, like, Belfast getting a lot of nominations and not that many wins was something I expected. Because yeah. I was, like, one of them is, is going to happen one, to, uh, one or the other. And Power of the Dog, yeah, it seems like that might be, like, the the... Because it's the drama pick, it might be, like, the front runner for right now. Yeah. Oh, that's why I said that. That was the one that was made to be a Best Picture winning movie. Like, you know, even compared mm-hmm. to Belfast. Like, this one, yeah. yeah, it has everything a Best Picture winner needs at the moment to tick the boxes kind of thing. But it's also yeah. really good, so that's what helps it. And I think that the thing about Power of the Dog is what was so surprising about it to so many people, including myself, was that it's actually... Uh, it's not like the most, it's certainly not the most accessible film that uh, Jane Campion's made, and it's definitely not the most accessible by any stretch of the nominees. But I think compared to what people were expecting it to be, it actually is attracting a lot of different people with a lot of different tastes who are coming in and loving it as much as they are. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and I'm like, just just performance-wise... I'm like, wow, no, if, if, if you were to tell me that they were going to, if this was like a Broadway play that they had made this out of, I'd be like, yes, absolutely, I could see it, because it's so dialogue-based, it's so emotional, and you get all these incredible actors doing some of the best, like Kirsten Dunst doing the best I think she's ever been. Yeah, some of the best Benedict mm-hmm. Cumberbatch has done in a long time, too. So. Oh, yeah. And I've seen every movie oh, he's yeah. done this year, so I can say that, like, no competition. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, he needs that Academy Award nomination for his role in Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> I will fight people. <laughs> actually, no, I won't even fight nobody on that. He actually had my, he may have had my favorite line of the whole year. Call me sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But, you know, here's the last one here. You know, everyone was predicting Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Oh, she's going to win. It's going to be great. Why is everyone predicting that? All yeah, the majors, a lot of people were predicting Kristen Stewart. Yeah, on the major yeah. sites, they were all predicting it. On Gold okay. Derby, on, you know, the, the uh, IndieWire and all those guys. 
And then it went to Nicole Kidman for being the Ricardos. <laughs> is this her first win for that role? Or like that's what was so surprising uh, to me. She's won it in a couple other like critic award nomination things. Okay. But major one, yeah, this is her first big one, I think. So. I don't, don't want to watch that I mean, movie. she's more of a dead ringer for Lucille Ball than I ever would have expected. But I've not seen it well, yet. I was cool. going to watch it tonight. But now, I was, Justin, you were like, why? Because like, I, I said earlier, I was like, I was going to watch that tonight. And you were like, well, you still could. And I was like, well, now I, I want to go watch Power of the Dog again. <laughs> <laughs> my mom-in-law saw it and i i trust her opinion i don't want to give sorkin credit for her goddamn yeah. <laughs> so like <laughs> so i'm not i'm not pretty like good for nicole kidman i i've never like disliked her uh but like anything that we got to give to sorkin I'm like get the fuck out of here with that <laughs> Well, and even uh, Bradley, you were mentioning how it's like, it seems like it's a movie about, oh yeah, Lucia Ball and how she created I Love Lucy. It's going to be this interesting biopic story. And just like Mank, it's like, nope, there's actually a whole different plot what the movie's actually about, apparently. Yeah. So Yeah, Sorkin's weird. Well, apparently it's much more slice of life than what people were expecting it to be. Like, it takes place, I think, a week uh, like it's a it's a week long story of basically them filming an episode of I Love Lucy, which is what they would do to write the sitcom. Every week they would come in, they'd write the episode, they'd film it, and then it would air just in time for them to start writing the next one. So I was like, format wise, it makes sense that they would have done it like that. Yeah, but then there's the other plotline of is she a communist? Ooh, that's <laughs> the. <laughs> she's Spoiler such alert. a communist <laughs> that she married a man that fled communism. You know, so yeah. <laughs> Okay. Her her incredibly Cuban husband, played by the very Spaniard Javier Bardem. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, here is fine. Also, I've heard good things about Simmons and whoever's playing Edith in the movie, but it's oh. I don't know. My mom in law just went, eh, it's fine, and that that was her reaction to it. And she loves movies. She likes to enjoy movies and have a good time. And she was like, it's fine, and that was her reaction to it. Yeah. Well. Well, now I'm definitely not going to watch it tonight because <laughs> you're all insane. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, that's if pretty... I can tell you, I'm not watching anything Sorkin ever anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys done good. <laughs> well, that's pretty much all that happened at the ceremony. Again, no ceremony, no hosts, no presenters. So it's a pretty shallow discussion. <laughs> right. I'm gonna say, I wonder how the Oscars are gonna go because I feel like they're gonna like, depending on how. The the Omicron Percy I eight virus goes. Um, I don't know what the ceremony is going to be like because like it's going to happen, but I don't know in what capacity. People of Earth, I am Lur from the virus Omicron Percy I am here to present the Academy Awards. Put that the Cubans, prepare to receive your award. Your pathetic immune systems. Uh, yeah. I will eat the losers. <laughs> We will start with the cinematographers, then the musicians, and then everyone in that order until everyone is eaten. <laughs> His co-host would just be like, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, Geronimo. <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah, I'm curious because, well, I mean, if they do have a ceremony, the bar is so low that even their worst ceremony, like last year, could probably beat this. <laughs> Do any of these wins paint a clear picture of any front runners, or is it kind even of, more confusing uh, now? The dog, pretty much. It's kind of hard to say because uh, this is the first year that I can remember it where uh, the Screen Actors Guild Award nominations and the uh, the BAFTA nominations aren't out yet. 
So it's really hard yeah. to it's really hard to say, you know, if there's going to be a trend with the same nominees or if this is going to be sort of a standalone where maybe a lot of these musicals that we're seeing and a lot of these comedies won't get uh, as much love on the Oscar level. Because I think last what was it last year? They had like eight Best Picture nominees, which they've already started yeah. backing down from 10, which they doubled from five. Cowards. I've said this <laughs> yep. every single year. Just stop being cowards and just put a full fucking 10 yeah. Yeah. instead of going like nine and then just leaving a slot out. Like, it makes no sense. Agreed. None. Like, the No Way Home discourse right now, like, should it be nominated? If these pricks can only come up with eight, then yes, it should <laughs> fill one of those spots. For fuck's sake. Sorry. Because, like, even, like, the like I understand, like, the year after they did, like, the, the first time they did 10, there was a lot of some things that are, like, shouldn't have been nominated, got nominated. Mm-hmm. But, like... That happened once, and then every year after that, there was like you could have added like two more, two more in here. Yeah, true. Yeah, you because know, like the first year yeah. they did it, it was like Avatar, Inglorious Bastards, uh, Hurt Locker, all those things. We were like, wow, no, these. Oh, like, District I can Nine, see I think, going. got a nomination. Nine, like, that it, year. it yeah. did. That was and awesome. I'm happy it did. Absolutely, yeah, yeah me too. But but then it's like they'd be like, oh, also Blindside, and you're like, uh, no, like I'm not I'm not anti ten, I'm just anti you putting this amongst the ten. And then I remember the one time everyone was complaining about it was uh, extremely loud and incredibly close. Yeah, that was the one where like everyone's like, how the fuck did this get in here? That's a that's because a decent very- book. I, I like that movie a hell of a lot more than I do The Blindside. I'll say that. See, it's it's a tribute to Vonnegut. <laughs> Didn't you hear Shaq during that nomination ceremony? You could hear those people yelling because there were clearly plants in the audience from that studio who were just like Woo! every time they nominated <laughs> something. <laughs> oh God! It's like this Watch that video; claps. you can hear them. <laughs> yeah. Just looked up what Tom Hanks was in and said, no, "I guess this one then." <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's gonna be interesting because now when you said about the BAFTA nominations, fun fact: guess when they're gonna announce them? Tomorrow. 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 Three days on the 12th. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. So I'm at the saying... time it's recording, it's, uh, we're, we're recording on the 9th. So it's going to be announced Wednesday, I believe. That, uh, I thought Wednesday? the fun yeah, fact was going to be they already did, Molina. Wake up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost going to say that. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Stop. Right <laughs> no, <now>. slow ass. <laughs> it's a deep cut live reaction video. That means there's enough time then, I guess, or a little bit more time to get ready for the Oscar nominations, which are coming out on February 8th. So mm-hmm. we have a little oh. bit of a... You know, more That's insight ways, as to what yeah. may be the big competitor. And we're waking up early for those again, right? Well, that's the interesting thing. So I'm starting my teaching job tomorrow for, like, full-time student teaching. So Ooh. hopefully <laughs> it starts early enough and I can actually catch it because then I'm like, oh, hmm. Nah, you know what? Record your podcast in the classroom. Let the students see what's up. <laughs> they, they'd probably enjoy it. You know it. what? If I could, I would. <laughs> you know, you know, put you no, know, put the call on. I'll talk to the students. I'll talk. Actually, no, don't do that. That's the that's the least responsible thing you could do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, Screen Actor Guild nominations come out the same day as the BAFTAs. So. Oh, cool. I just I yeah. want you to. I want. I agree with Shaq. I want you to start. And I want you to announce the nominees. Uh, in the presence of your students, so that when we inevitably hear Andrew Garfield's name among the nominees, I don't want you to say what it's for, though, because I want all of them. I want to just start hearing, I want to start hearing the chance, like Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. No, tell you, me, no, start tell halfway me. through. Start saying Spider Man. Psych. Just cover the screen up on that. Just like no, no, no. Oh, the youth of That's tomorrow. Like, uh, that was like last year when <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen's name came up, and you and Rose were like, oh, "For Borat," and you're like, "Oh." For <laughs> 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 
It should have um, been for Borat, though. If they had done that though. last year, that would have really been my should've. favorite ceremony of all time. <laughs> like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't care what else goes wrong. I'm like, if he if he wins an Academy Award or is nominated for Borat, then I'm like, maybe the Oscars is not completely lost. Maybe they have a chance. Hmm. Yeah, but no. but no, I mean, in terms of what you were saying, uh, Bradley, about potential like front runners and like the things to expect, I will say this: that this is a big push for Power of the Dog for sure. Like, this seems to be a big, you know, necessary heave to say, okay, Belfast had its time. Now it's probably going to be just a multiple no- multiple nominee, and Power of the Dog is going to be one of the major contenders this year. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's because is Brennan associated with this Death on the Nile movie? I think it killed his chances. He's the main. He's he's Poirot. He's the director and main actor and the part of the writer. Yeah, know? the Academy's so. like, look, we don't we don't need to be linked with no like people eating right now, Brana. <laughs> that that'll be on them, not on him. Yeah. I know the, these things get out of hand. I know the things yeah, that he couldn't like... predict that he would have so many controversial figures in his cast. He was like, yeah, we know we gave the Academy Award to Anthony Hopkins, but he only played a cannibal. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is Stewart going to be snubbed completely? You think? Now that the queen has had her way. Kidding. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Kristen Stewart? Yeah, she's going to get nominated. Because when he just said Stewart, I was like, my head went straight to Stuart Little. And I was like, that (laughs) is not right. What? So I had to go like, who is he talking about? (laughs) The long-awaited third Stuart Little film. (laughs) Actually, Stuart Little 4. There already was a Stuart Little 3, a direct-to-video animated sequel. I know this because of my stupid podcast. And I'm, it's you, on my list of shit we could have covered you just that we haven't done yet. That that was a thing that I saw the trailer for. In the book, Stuart's not adopted. They just she just births a rat boy. Oh, that's Christ. even worse. <laughs> I mean, it's probably the quickest labor ever. To be fair, but yikes! Oh God. Okay. I, imagine Listen, 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 listen. Imagine you gave birth to Weasel from Suicide Squad. How <laughs> disgusted you would be with yourself. <laughs> we are we are all just making the most gross out faces right now. Like, <laughs> at this point, like you just gotta go to the doctor and go like, "What the fuck did I do with this?" Like, what, like you could just put it in the fucking yard and say, "I don't give a fuck." Just like, what is that? <laughs> Oh, Jesus. I'm going to have, like, the most bizarre nightmares tonight that I'm not going to be able to tell anybody about. <laughs> if I tell you, you think I'm crazy. Yeah. I'm like, the only thing worse than this experience is going to be the look I get from the people who I explain it to when I wake up in a cold sweat. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I think we've said enough then. <laughs> Uh, I had a dream I gave birth to a weasel. (laughs) (laughs) And it can't swim. (laughs) And the weasel can't swim. Uh, Okay, okay. I don't know when the next recording will be. We'll decide whether we do it before the Oscar nominations or not. We'll have some kind of conversation, I'm sure. But thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being a part of this incredibly odd, strange experience that we will definitely not forget for more than one reason, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah, I'll see you all in therapy. You are on Twitter, correct, Shaq? And and TikTok and all the things? I'm on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, Shaq Excellence, S-H-A-K Excellence. You know where to find me. Sequels, S-E-E-Q-E-L-S. Follow that on Twitter. And listen to the page anywhere you listen to podcasts also. Yeah. Yep, yep. And then Bradley, you're also on places. 
Yeah, uh, Bradley of Martin on Twitter, and uh, you can hear me on the Screener Squad at oneofus.net. Melina, where are you available? Uh, Yeah, you can find me uh, at melina.eames, spelled exactly like it sounds, on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and I guess occasionally TikTok. We'll see. Um, But yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but you can definitely find me on the Screener Squad and occasionally an eye on the prize. Nice, nice. And you can find me on Messenger on Facebook. I don't post very often, but if you need to direct message me. <laughs> he says, he basically said, you can't find me. Don't look <laughs> for me. <laughs> you, you could try, but you'll it, it'll be a very yeah, fruitless People search. that find me never live to tell about it. About yeah, there's I a am. password. Yeah. <laughs> but you can also find me here on Screener Squad and a bunch of other stuff with I the Prize here and a whole bunch of this stuff. So thank you guys. Thank you for listening. We will talk to you soon. And, uh... I'm going to try to scrub my brain of the images Shaq just put into it. So. <laughs> weasel child. Weasel Golden child. Globe's weasel child year. No, you'd, you'd love him, Justin. It's unconditional no matter what they look like. <laughs>